Canine Nation eBooks are now available. The first two volumes, Dogs As They Are and Teaching Dogs Effective Learning, are available in bookstores now. More on how you can get them at the end of this podcast. Welcome to Canine Nation Audio Edition. It's Tuesday, December 11th, 2012. Canine Nation is a regular feature column that runs on the Life as a Human online magazine. Life as a Human features articles about what it means to be human, the good, the bad, and the enlightening. This column explores what it means to be human in our relationship with dogs. You can find it at lifeasahuman.com. To get directly to Canine Nation, go to caninenation.lifeasahuman.com. A complete archive of all the Canine Nation articles can be found there. Hi, I'm Eric Brad. Canine Nation is about learning, understanding, and living successfully with our dogs. Modern animal training techniques based on behavioral science can produce amazing results in working with our dogs. Whether your dog is a loved family member or a working dog, a canine athlete, or a trusted companion, Positive training techniques based on science can help you enjoy a more productive and fun relationship with your dog. Join us as we explore the many facets of living with our dogs and taking a fresh look at how we work with them. Whether it's taking a closer look at everyday issues we share with our dogs or busting long-standing myths about training and dog behavior, I hope you find something useful in each of the Canine Nation articles. We're glad you're with us. Now here's this week's installment. Let sleeping dogs lie, but tell them the truth. Dogs are wonderfully honest creatures. I don't say that from any moral perspective. I think they are just so bad at disguising their intentions that even their attempts to manipulate us are almost comically transparent. Whether it's buzzing around you because they want to walk, giving you that meaningful and intense stare around dinner time or the urgent pee-pee dance that says they want to go outside, our dogs are pretty upfront about what they want from us, and I think we should extend them the same courtesy. It seems to me that many dog owners are looking for a way to get their dogs to do what they want. Many times those issues are resolved with training, but occasionally it can involve bribery, threats, and even outright lies to trick them into doing what we want them to do. While that approach can be expedient in the moment, in the long run, it may be detrimental to your relationship with your dog. You see, our dogs have memories, and on top of that, their job in life seems to be watching us intently to make sense out of our every move and every word, at least as it concerns them. Are they capable of understanding when we bend the truth or even try to fool them? We lie to our dogs in all kinds of ways, but mostly we do it for convenience. We're in a hurry, or company is over, or we are in a potentially embarrassing situation. We just need the dog to do what we ask, and we need it now. Maybe we haven't done the training, or we didn't anticipate that our dogs might find something better to do at that moment when we asked them to come over to us. So, we resort to that most human of tactics, we lie. The hand goes in the pocket, and we cheerfully call, Cookies! 
and when the dog happily trots over for their treat, we instead clip on their leash and take them away from the fun. There are lots of ways to lie to dogs, and we might think we're getting away with something when our tricks work. But are we really? It's not uncommon for me to see some dog owner in a disagreement with their dog at the local dog park. Their dog may be sniffing a little too long, or they may want the ball in the dog's mouth. Drop it right now is said in that stern tone that implies or else, and that the consequences will be unpleasant. Dogs are not fools. They respond to threats and intimidation. At least they will at first. Our implied threats may get our dogs to do what we want in the short term, but over time they can become less effective if not occasionally backed up with actions to make the threats credible. I guess the analogy would be to that mom who counts down for her children when they are misbehaving. I'm going to count to five. One, two, three. And what happens when we get to five? I'm sure we've all seen that moment when the child decides to test the waters and see what comes after five. If the mom was just using intimidation as a trick, a white lie to suggest that something bad was going to happen if the child doesn't comply, then the effectiveness of the tactic is going to suffer if the child ever tests it and find that what comes after the count of five isn't really all that bad. If you're going to issue a threat with your dog, you'd better be prepared to follow through on it, or they will remember it and will push further next time. There's another problem with using intimidation. What message does it send to the dog? In those cases where you make your threat, but don't or can't follow through, for example, your dog is 15 feet away, your dog can learn that you are inconsistent. Sometimes you follow through, and sometimes you don't. You are unreliable. In those cases where you do follow through with punishment consistently, your dog learns exactly what you are willing and capable of inflicting on them. And if your timing isn't right, your dog may not know what brought on the punishment. Oh, he knows what he did wrong, the owner might say, but the dog can only guess based on the timing of the punishment. Three seconds too late, and you punished sitting down and not clawing on the carpet. Over time, an entire minefield of problems can crop up around the inconsistent use of threats and punishments with our dogs. And our desire to just get our dogs to behave by using trickery, backfires, and creates strange new behaviors as the dog tries to avoid what might or might not be a punishment coming from us. If you take your index finger and middle finger and press them to your thumb and offer that to most dogs, they will come over to get what they think is a treat in your hand. Some will even lick or put their mouth around your hand. That's how certain they are that you have food. And that's a very useful thing. All we have to do to get a dog to come to us or get into the car or their crate is extend an empty but enticing hand where we want the dog, and off they go to check it out. We get what we want, and they get nothing. This food offering trick works so well that we have given it a name. Some people call it luring. The process of leading dogs through a wanted behavior with an extended food hand in hopes the dog learns to do the behavior without the lure. The best practitioners of lure training actually do have food, 
and they reward the dog frequently for good performance. But the practice of luring can lead to another kind of food lie. Many times, handlers will be so excited when their dog does the desired behavior that they think, just one more, and ask the dog for another behavior before rewarding. And that might work so well that they ask for more, and more, and more behaviors before giving their dog a reward. What does the dog make of this? If the deal was one behavior, one reward, the dog can feel cheated. And you can create whatever kind of deal you want to make around rewards with your dogs. But when you change the rules too quickly, without helping them understand that there has been a change, that can look like something of a betrayal, just another form of lie. I think it's very important for our dogs to be able to trust the things we say and do. Again, this is not just a moral argument about the virtues of honesty. Our dogs have a vested interest in behaving in a way that gets them the things they want out of their relationship with us. If our dogs can't be sure from one moment to the next whether a particular behavior will receive a reward or a punishment, it can affect their confidence and their sense of security. Our consistency in living and working with our dogs has a direct bearing on their sense of well-being. An uncertain dog is a fearful dog, and any dog trainer will tell you that a fearful dog is trouble just waiting to happen. It is in our best interest to develop a strong bond of trust with our dog, and there is no better way to do that than to give up all the tricks we might use to get them to do things. The training philosophy in our house is train it or manage it. In both cases, there are no lies involved. If I haven't trained something sufficiently and need to use food or other rewards to entice my dog, she's going to get the reward if she cooperates. If I'm out somewhere without rewards, well, I guess I'll just have to tough it out or not set myself up for a problem. For us, the cost of tricking our dogs, lying to them, is much higher than the momentary inconvenience of not getting what we want when we want it. As the years have passed, the bond of trust we share with our dogs is something that we have come to value a great deal, not just for the personal satisfaction of it, but for the great working relationship it has produced, and for all of the problems that we did not have because, well, we never created them with mistrust and inconsistent guardianship in the first place. So, let sleeping dogs lie. Just don't lie to them. It's just easier that way. Trust me. Until next time, have fun with your dogs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Canine Nation. You can find the text version of it at caninenation.lifeisahuman.com. Teaching Dogs Effective Learning is the second Canine Nation ebook to be released. It is a collection of essays from the Life as a Human online magazine on how we train and teach our dogs and what we can learn in the process. The book includes introductory notes for each essay, as well as two essays written specifically for this book. Also available is the first Canine Nation ebook, Dogs as They Are, a look at what our dogs are where they have come from, and how they adapt to our lives. Both books are available in the Canine Nation store in Kindle format, EPUB format for iPads, Kobo, Nook, and other e-readers, or 
a special PDF edition formatted for instructors that includes licensing for reprints for students. Just go to caninenation.ca and click on the store link at the top of the page. You can also find Canine Nation eBooks in the Amazon store, on Apple iTunes, at booktango.com, and other online booksellers. You can join our discussion about dogs and dog training on Facebook. Just search for Canine Nation to get to our group. You can ask for membership, and we'll add you to our growing family. If you can spread the word about the podcast or link to our caninenation.lifeisahuman.com page, we would certainly appreciate it. That's it for now. Thanks for listening.